Okay. So in the first half of this chapter, we're setting up three levels of how the soul penetrates and vivifies the body. On the first level, she's in such an intense state of godly energy that the body can't experience it at all. So she's throughout the body, completely the same to every aspect of the body, and completely not perceivable by the body. And then there's a tremendous constriction of the energy of the soul, and she then resides in that part of the body most, most able to have an affinity to such godliness, which is the brain. And then she has to constrict herself much more to actually be able to be revealed in the brain and further in the rest of the body, that the body can interact, can absorb the energies that the soul is giving them, each body part separately. This stage, these three levels of the soul penetration of the body are helping us understand now God's vivification of all the world. So we begin that similarly, now this is like the first level, just as the soul is so intense that it's throughout the body but can't be perceived at all by the body, so too similarly, God in his infinity completely fills all of creation to vivify everything in creation in all of its myriads of things. But at this point, because God is in his level of intensity and being in infinity, he's equal to all of creation and he's equally unperceivable by all of creation. Meaning God feels all of creation, God vivifies all of creation, but God's energy can't be perceived by creation. Because God's intensity is so much beyond creation. And then there's a tremendous contraction of self that we don't discuss in this chapter. And then there's a further contraction of self, just as on the third level of the soul's vivification of the body, where now God has made himself so small that the godliness can be experienced by creation. At that point, when the godliness can be experienced by creation, there seemingly are different levels of godliness. And seemingly, the higher spiritual levels and worlds and beings are receiving more than the lower. But the only difference is actually not from God's being, because from that perspective, it's all equally the same. As we said, that goes back to the initial self of God in creation. That there's no difference. And for God, as he is in the highest dimension, and as he is in the lowest, it's exactly the same. So the difference is how much this godliness that's coming from God can illuminate this level of creation. Meaning on each various level, there are many, many concealments of the godliness. So the higher the spiritual reality, the less concealment you have. A little less, a little less, a little less. And the lower the spiritual reality, the more concealment you have. But everything, even the highest spiritual reality, is receiving through many filters of garments concealing God's energy. 
and the lower one goes in the chain of creation, there's more and more filters that are muffling and blocking that godliness so it's less and less experienced by the creation. Until, of course, you can come till we have the final, ultimate uh, accomplishment of creation, which is our physical reality, a reality that's physical, a reality that's coarse, a reality in which God is so concealed by such enormity of constrictions, by such enormity of garments blocking the light of godliness, until we don't feel a thing. Until literally creation exists, completely vivified by God, and completely, potentially, oblivious to the godliness that's vivifying it. And it's vivifying it every single second. And this godliness ultimately comes from God himself and his essence and being. But because there were so many garments blocking and muffling the light, and because there's so many layers of constriction on that light, we can have a reality that that light can be small enough to vivify physicality, just enough for physicality to exist, and not feel godliness at all. <laughs>